previously on Dungeon Times. Everyone took a nap in Godrin's laboratory after coming back from the... The Magical Realm. The Magical Library. Where we got prizes for murder. The no consequences and only rewards zone. That yeah. was my favorite zone. Hey, hey guys. What, you, oh, you're already home. Oh yeah, did we retcon how we got Brangelo out of there? Oh, I got a little turned around on the way back. You could have... Brangelo just left at any time. He got... I left at pretty much any time. He got scared of being accosted for murder. I was scared about being accosted for murder. So he was back at the I Nugget Hut. I being scared about being murdered. You know, Marcus, I don't know what you mean by that, but it's good to see you, you again. You murdered someone. What? You did a murder! If that whole canister thing? Yeah, where you killed a lady and trapped her in that place forever. Oh yeah, so I did send an apology note, but I wanted to make sure to get out of there pretty quick, because, you know, I didn't want that to... Whew, didn't want anyone to open my canister, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was a big concern while we were there. And but you... mostly we just got prizes, so it worked out. So that happened, but then I also want to know if you all remember what happened way back, several weeks back, uh, how you got back to East Haven in the first place. Well, let's um, see, what beat, happened to Godrin? We beat, Godrin, like, zapped us we beat into Rekmo, an alternate reality. We beat Rekmo, and, and then but we went into dropped hell. the gnome. We and went into we, hell. We busted out of prison, and there were dinosaurs. Not that far. Specifically, uh, that <clears throat> we Godrin, yeah, he blasted you back to back, back to home, out of hell, along with Gorky and Mongoose, even Gorky's cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might remember both of the astral astral plane ships have been yeah. destroyed in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Here you are. You awake in Godrin's lab, and the religious idols are glowing more than ever. And you feel that uh, the hour may be upon you. Paulette tries rubbing the hers hour. like it has a genie in it. Oh, Paulette, what's that light coming from your bag? This is that the like devil statue. Oh my god, it's blinding. Yeah, I think they're coming, probably. Anton, how's Who's the other they? one look? We did get a lot of very vague warnings from people about these. Yeah, they were all like, somebody's going to come visit you, which is like how a lot of puberty talks go, so I don't know. The puberty fairy? <laughs> or, yikes. Well, oh. um, actually, it's a puberty demon. Not for everybody, Anton, but for you, that is true. What? Druids don't go through puberty. That checks out. <laughs> so you've just always been like this? No, you were. you just, you, your entire life is like one long, slow puberty process march towards death yes we can't breed until we're 60 at least dude did Gross. you just say breed uh, yeah anton ever heard of it no it's called making love brangelo <laughs> oh, God. i guess you wouldn't know anything about that Look, either we learn from the beasts and the soil and the you what know beast soil is using breed soil doesn't have sex hey have you brangelo? ever talked to soil Paulette, you might be surprised at the stories. You've eaten soil. Yeah, we eat it. Do Do you make love? Yeah, what do do tiefling rangers do? That's none of your business. Ah. Paulette is rubbing her demon idol really hard to try to make it happen faster. (laughs) (laughs) Like to get away from it. It it turns on. I'm not like jacking uh, it off. I'm rubbing it like it's a lamb. It is pleased. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> um. Hey, I see it's your question, Paulette. This angelic looking one is, is pretty glowy. Uh, but no, actually, though, you do that, Paulette, and it sort of pulls itself out of your hand and onto the ground. Ah. And, and it just starts clattering about violently. <laughs> I'm going to hide behind Anton. Okay. Each of you, your vision starts to kind of fade away. And you sort of feel a strange embrace. It's uh, neither warm or cold. You just feel enveloped by something. And you can no longer see the laboratory or each other. Uh Uh-oh. Can we see anything? Just a moment passes by when five sort of figures appear in front of you. You can't tell... Uh, you can't tell them apart from each other or make out certain details, but they seem humanoid in figure. Some are different uh, heights. So each of us is seeing them like individually, but yeah, we can't you're see each, each other. You're all seeing the same th- uh, the same thing, but you don't see each other. Okay. Anton, 
Marcus, Frangelo, can you hear me? No, Is this no, you? no, no. No, you don't hear each other. Who you just you? hear your voice echoing out into the abyss. Uh, a light comes up from above you, and I want everyone to make a knowledge religion check or intellect check if you don't have that skill. Twenty. An intellect if you don't have a religion everybody, proficiency. Everybody has religion. Yeah. Uh, Paul got seven. Thirteen. Uh, Eighteen. Twenty. Uh, Anton and Brangelo, you recognize these figures immediately. Uh, Anton, you see Karen, or Karun, uh, uh, keeper of sticks and the river that flows through all the plains. You see Asmodeus, king of the nine hells. <laughs> no. uh, you see Il Neville, orc deity of Acheron. Il Neville. Uh, you see Primus, the immortal ruler of Lil, Mechanus. Oh, oh Lil, no! Lil Neville, his rap name. So, okay, you've got Karun, Asmodeus, Ilneville, Primus, and then Clandegan Silverbeard, <laughs> uh, an exarch of Moradin from Mount Celestia. Uh, Anton immediately drops to one knee and doesn't make eye contact with anyone. And what you know about all of these, despite the fact that they're all very much good and evil... Um, that they're all part of the lawful planes. Okay. So that's pretty much all you can figure they have in common. Otherwise, they would like be happy to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So interesting. We're all pretty much like yeah, Marcus and Paulette. You see just some some scary scary people dressed up all fancy. I've pulled my shadow step daggers out. Yeah, I have one of these. Yeah, shadows. I got I got my bow and arrow. Brangel's just not talking. I'm also present. just like accosting them. Like the tiny demon I am. Yeah. They're, Who are you? What do you want? They're not reacting to you at all. Um, a little while passes yet as they sort of come into the light and appear. You can see their facial details. Um, and you hear a voice in your head. It doesn't sound like it's gendered or really human at all. Um, and it, it just says to you, Hello, hero. Is that me? We Wait. need you. You've come in, in our time of need. What? You you guys need me. For now. Are you sure? We're not in the same room. Everybody's. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm having trouble yeah. thinking about speaking. Our your associate Godrin has been an agent of order, and his duty was to prote- uh, prevent chaos from unraveling the lawful planes. It seems like he did a bad job. That is correct. What's correct? The beings that you've encountered... Hold on, hold on. Is that true? Where they each respond to us individually and no. they, we can all hear the answers? No, I'm just really thrown okay. off. Sorry. Okay, they're not re- <laughs> They're not replying to your questions at all. Because that would be so funny. <laughs> um, they're going to explain to you the pitch black beings that you encountered in the astral plane that captured Godrin, they are uh, manifestations of souls that had been trapped in limbo. And they're very dangerous and not to be taken lightly. One particular manifestation has become so powerful that it has reached the status of demigod, Vex. The one that you've been told is the god of entropy. The amulets that were created centuries ago by priests uh, have all been destroyed save for one. The Amulet of Vex is the final one that remains. And in front of all of you, you see a floating pendant, or amulet rather. Are they talking about the amulets that we already yeah. gotten destroyed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least that's what you intuit. Uh, this amulet is, it has a sleek black jewel at the center of it and a silver metal casing, and it emanates a dark hazy aura. It's really simple in design and about as big as the palm of your hand. Um, they go on to explain that the amulet must be used to destroy Vex and completely erase its presence in Limbo. Otherwise, all lawful planes, including the material, will be lost to chaos. You gotta use one of these? You never had to use one of these before. Can I ask a question? You can ask a question and no one can say anything. (laughs) Because you don't hear it. But what do you want to ask? Wait, I mean, can I ask a question? Yeah, so you can ask a question, but no one else hears the correspondence. Oh, okay. 
Wait, so, okay. So, Vex has the final amulet. No. It's right here. It's we, right here? We have it. I thought there was four amulets. This is the fourth one. What about the third amulet? We just... <clears throat> We just threw it back on. So. The third one was the one on the island with the bugs. We threw it in the remove bubble machine. And... It was, more, it was oh. Mordred's the mining town. Mordred yes. mining. Island. So we have to use the final amulet mm-hmm. to defeat Vex? Yes. But Be God warned. wants us to get rid of this amulet. Godrin works for us, and you should be warned that while the amulet is very powerful, you can be lost to madness. In Brangela's little vacuum space, he asked, "Well, it's if we're gonna have to use this, you know, what what's it gonna do? What does it do when you put it on? Is it? It seems like it would be hard to not get controlled by it." Be strong of will, and you will succeed in your task. Otherwise, you will lose your mind and go insane. Does just one of us have to use it? Paulette asks. It's single Because I touched the other one before, and that went, that broke bad for me. You were all capable, we believe. That's that makes me kind of lose faith in you guys. Is like all knowing. <laughs> Out of character, this is like think of a, a tech support company. You're like the level one. Or more like interns to becoming a level one help yeah. desk. These are the senior executives. Yeah. Level three. <laughs> also, and God's. Like, you can totally yeah. do it. It's fine. And it's like Anton and Brangelo, you know that uh, with your religion check, gods like to play dumb games like this. Yeah. I, I don't know about this. I don't care what it takes. Karen, if I'm successful. We need to have a discussion about the negotiate and negotiate the terms of our pact. Absolutely, my son. <laughs> so, why can't we just destroy the amulet now before we do nothing? Because then our quest is done and I will get paid. So why should I do the your thing? That yep. sounds harder. <laughs> We've been watching you for some time. That's, if sorry. <laughs> you believe you can defeat Vex without the assistance of the amulet, then feel free. However, you will not seek any further assistance from us. I mean, I do have these cool daggers, but I do like a backup plan. Hey, can I talk to my friends? Why are we all alone? They start to fade back into the background. Guys! Guys, I just had the craziest vision. You'll never believe it. And Shut up! You wake back up. <laughs> um, you wake back up in the laboratory. In front of each of you are a pair of silver bracers. One black, evil-looking amulet. And a an opaque... Um, misty white, or it's like a glass orb about the size of your head filled with misty white clouds descending to the ground from the ceiling. And again, you hear in your heads the same voice all at the same time. You'll need to travel to the astral plane to get to Limbo. You can enlist any help you need to find your way. Gorky. Guys, which one of these is the real amulet? Hey, what if we did just destroy the amulet? Hey, I'm going to touch mine. Paula touches hers. The the, uh, the yeah. bracer? The amulet. The one amulet. There's one you amulet. S- there's, you said there's You oh. each have a pair of bracers. You each have bracers. I thought you were saying each one of us has an amulet, and we had to figure out which one was real. Never no. mind. There is one amulet. <laughs> <laughs> and one orb? Yep. Okay. I do want to know what the bracers do. Can I wear my bracers and my archer bracers? Yes. No. <laughs> I forgot you already had bracers, so whatever. Marcus, you don't have bracers. What in, appeared in front of you is a hat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally, I can live my cowboy dreams. <laughs> oh my god, here it comes. Uh, one of you should attune to the item yeah. to know what it does. Uh, Anton puts on the bracers. Okay. Um, I'll just let these be immediately attunable. You feel... Oh, but then I have to take something off. You do have to take something off. <sighs> okay. Do I have... Wait, can I wear something 
without tuning and just get the effects anyways? Nope. Damn it. <laughs> nope. You cannot break the rules. Uh, you asked that like it was so reasonable. <laughs> and it totally like smashes over the only the point of a tuning. <laughs> Can I have all the benefits and none of the consequences? <laughs> That's a me question. Sam. I expected better from you. Mm, Anton um, pulls off his like dirty disgusting cloak he's been wearing this whole time and like throws it on the ground and then slaps the bracers on his arms you feel infused with the power of de- the power of deities as you uh, you feel like you've been blessed with a permanent plus one to proficiency and a one-time use inspiration what does that mean Oh, sorry. The inspiration is a one-time use thing that you can do to re-roll something. What are they called? Um, Is this a made-up item? Yeah, you're not sure what they're called. You can call them whatever you want. It's a god present. Cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) Cowboy hat of inspiration. Cowboy hat. The oh. cowboy hat of the lawful planes. Can I make a it. game rule where when, if Marcus uses his point of inspiration, he has to do a cowboy accent? Yes. Thank you. Cowboy. Yeehaw! Cowboy hat. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Hello, Teague. Come here, Bubba. Shit, wow. Uh, Brangelo attunes to his bracer. He's like, hat. I don't know if I trust this, but, you know, power is good stuff. Power never corrupts. Absolutely. That's what they say. Divine cow poking. <laughs> Ew. Cow poke, that's like a thing. Yeah. From a cow poke. Cow poke is different than cow poking. <laughs> to <Or> cow poke. <laughs> <laughs> what it is to cow poke. Yeah. Okay. Let me... All right, guys, let's go. But what if we did just like cook the amulet, throw it in the machine, no more amulet, and just did scrap them old-fashioned style? Brangelo, if there's one thing that life has taught me, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Make an intuition check, Brangelo. I'm just as a, a point of order. I'm going to take off my cloak of the bat and put on eighteen. My okay. You feel pretty confident that they would have just simply given you the amulet and told you to destroy it, because you could do that in like a minute, if that would have been enough to fix the problem. Okay, I guess I was going by the previous check of like, don't trust the gods, because they'll play games with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you were... It might have been confusing as to why they don't just fix it themselves, but it's still a job beneath them. Like they're testing, it seems like they're testing us, but not actively trying to deceive us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Never mind, now that I think about it, you know, my intuition tells me maybe, yeah, yeah. Can we throw something else on that machine, though? I really want to destroy something. Hop on in. (laughs) After you, Anton. There was, no, you can't just reuse the same burn after you got got, Brangelo. <laughs> but, all right, uh, Paulette, you're short. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it looks like Marcus is a robot. Cowboy I robot. am Marcus. Cowboy I am robot. Cowboy Marcus. <laughs> I am Westworld Cowboy Marcus. <laughs> I love to kill. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fantasy I didn't know I needed. <laughs> what is the inspiration? You get to re-roll any roll yeah. once. Man, that is a... That is a never going to use it if I ever... <laughs> RPG item. Yep, RPG what item. If I need to use it in the last battle. <laughs> but you'll know it's the last battle. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's true. It, it seems like we gotta find a way to the astral plane. If you know. What do these cloud potions do? Well, maybe they take you to the There's astral plane. Potion. I thought we each had one. We have bracers. Well, three sets of bracers and a hat. 
Mm-hmm. And then one giant orb full of silvery oh. smoke. Okay. And then a very, very evil amulet. Okay. A very chaotic amulet. Yes. Anton, I think you should keep that like normal. Okay. Like put it in your backpack or something. Well, no, you hold you hold the amulet and you don't feel like it's trying to take control of you this time. Mm. You feel the lust for power, though. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> I sure Anton, that what's that look on power. your face? This is my lusting face. <laughs> Anton, learn it well. Are what you? are you? What is it this time? Do were you looking at those magazines again? I told you those are for adults. I think they're books, actually. Says Marcus. Novels. <laughs> They're literary guides. As a nationally renowned author, I think I know what a book is. (laughs) No. Cowboy author. Anton, are you going to go all super villain on us? Angelo, you're the one that keeps bodies in your bag. If anyone's a super villain, it's you. Already dead bodies. Thank you very much. Yeah, but if you. Mr. Serves a a demon lord. A demon lord who's saving your hide. If you turn on us, we're fucked. So just keep us abreast of the situation. All right. I'll yeah, share abreast. my feelings. That's perfect. And I suppose point of order, um, holding the amulet, you do know what it does. Yeah. It casts a uh, level nine disintegration Whoa. at 200 feet range. Okay. Well, does that, I, do I get a bonus still? Uh, it's 19d6 plus 40. Oh, no. Um. That doesn't sound like enough. I'm a spell sniper, <laughs> so I double the range of any yeah, sure. spell. So it's 400 feet? Yeah. 500. You said 250? Oh, it's, it's 200 feet. 200. Wow. My ears are broken. 200 feet, 19 D6. Plus 40. Yep. Plus 40. Level. You know what else is broken? Disintegration. Our abilities. <laughs> and you can cast them, cast it as many times as you'd like. However, every time you will have to roll for madness. Oh. Here we come, Captain Cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to um, Ravine, the board game. Yeah. Card game. Card okay. game. It's a good card game. <laughs> it's kind of a board game. Except there's no board. Except it's all cards. <laughs> all right. Um, what's the, is that just a straight d20 roll for madness? Uh, no, I have a table for it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's a whole thing. Muy chill. That's fine. Rachel's gonna study this cloud orb. Okay. Roll. I don't know the skills anymore. You think I would? Investigation? For a history? Uh, it's magical. Do a. If you, arcana? Yeah, an arcana. Or just intellect. Also, if you guys hear meowing in canon, that's rat baby. 15. 15? You. You aren't sure what it's called or where it might have come from, but you think this is a way to get into the astral plane? All right, Brangelo is kind of just like running his hands around this thing and sniffing it. It's like, ah, oh, it smells like astral plane. And you feel like with any kind of magic item, like if you put your intention and will into the forefront of your mind, it will let you into the astral plane? Brangelo recognizes just the vibrations off it as similar from the mushrooms. And he's like, all right, everyone, this this thing this is our ticket. Those those big guys, though, those big, like, sky people said that we could use anybody that we need to to help guide us. Is there anybody yeah. you want to bring with us? Well, yeah, maybe taking Gorky as a guide to just help us get around, you know, walk around, where, get around. Where are we going to find Gorky? We got his card. I've got it's several not, hundred magi- right is here. Is he back at magical. the Nugget Hut? We took him back. We don't know. It's not magical. Gorky, Maybe he's here. Gorky is in the Nugget Hut, and oh. the business card is magical. It came oh, on him. I thought... <laughs> All right. Double wrong. <laughs> Gorky! Gorky! Brangelo takes out a card and starts, like, rubbing it, I guess. <laughs> you hear pitter-patter footsteps coming up the uh, oh. stairs outside the laboratory. Adorable. And tiny little knocks on the giant door. Man... Hello? I, I'm not allowed to come in here. Here you are. Come on in. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Hey, Gorky. Godron's dead. We rule the school now. Oh. Just kidding. He's I not. He's not really dead. I like barely met him. Well, we don't know if he's dead or not. Yeah, he could be dead. We gotta go kill a giant demon in the astral plane with this evil necklace. Do y'all come? Oh. It's not a demon. It's also not really a question. 
Gorky, you don't have to come if you don't want to. Gorky, we'll pay you. Uh, it's not really about money for me, but I do want to fix fix everything. I saw what was happening in there. It's bad. Gorky, did you ever meet anyone in the astral plane? Is there anyone just, like, around in there? I met us? lots of folks. Yeah? A lot of people passing through. Yeah. Yeah, but are we your favorite? My life got kind of turned upside down ever since I met you. That's not what I asked. You, you guys are good. I like you guys. Okay. So what, you coming? All right. What's up? What do I need to do? I think we got to smash this cloud potion. Oh, oh, wait, no, 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 don't smash it. Yeah, I think, Paula, you just gotta will, you gotta use your will, you gotta ease your will. That's oh, a I'm very a... expensive and rare item you have there. I might smash it like drink it, but okay, I'm listening. I don't think we do that one either. We just look at it? Here, like this. And you just he, look at it And real he puts hard? his hands up to you, Brangelo, like, give. Brangelo Let me see. Oh, baby. <laughs> bestows the orb upon him. He holds it, and he says, as he's holding it with both of his hands, all you gotta do is think really hard about wanting to go to the astral plane, and it, it'll take you right there. See, look at my body. And his body starts to go translucent, like he's being sucked into the orb, but what? he stops it right before he leaves. Whew. Wait, right. so we does all the orb go get... with you? Yeah. We just the the get... orb exists in both planes. We gotta oh. get a hand on that ball and just think about it. Think really hard. There's no place like astral plane. There's right. no place like astral plane. Hold on, Brangelo. Everybody come touch it. Well, wait, do we have any other preparations we want to do in town before we leave? Any potions we want to buy? Anything like that? You have a lot of money. You have art to fence. That's true. We could take some art to our dick gnome friend who lives in the alley. I don't know if he was a gnome. I kind of I think he was a dwarf. Was a gnome. Yeah. I should have written his name down. <laughs> I think I have it, maybe. I think it's like eggshells. <laughs> I don't think it's that. That's genuinely my first. <laughs> I like it. I think it's like spoiled yolk. I think it's eggshells. It's Wallace Wombly's. Wallace Wombly's. I was really close. Yeah, eggshells. You know. <laughs> yeah, if there's anything you guys want to do before we go on this ultimate mission of ultimate destiny. Yeah, I guess we could get some stuff. Brandon just starts doing push-ups. He's just getting Rachel, in. why are you flopping on the floor like that? Oh, you know, gotta build up some sinews, try to get my, my strength proficiency up, you know? I'm gonna go to the market. See you later. Alright. Yeah, come on, Anton. Marcus, you wanna come? Yeah. I'll, I'll catch up. Paula takes the orb. I don't know them. what to... I don't know what to buy. I'm gonna get some health potions. Um... You have to you have to use a full action to take a health potion, right? Yeah. yeah. But you don't die. I also That's don't have true. another way of healing. I have to rely on other people. Does anyone sell haste potions? Oh fuck yeah! I gotta look up how much those cost. I probably do not have enough money for that. We got quite a bit of money last time. No, we got gems. Yeah. And art. How much is a gem worth? Oh, we didn't. We got like 1,500 gold. Did we sell our gems or no? No. We didn't sell the art. I no, know. not yet. But when but we do, it'll be worth like 15. What were we selling when we were selling things to Wallace One Blaze? Bug um, honey. The, the bug honey. Bug it's honey. like you don't listen to the podcast. Well, I know we sold the bug honey, but I thought we found him to sell something else too. He wanted the amulet. We got, him, we, we got him to assess the amulet, yeah. Yeah, he wanted the bug. That was the thing he wanted. Was the it's, bug honey? He didn't want that bug honey. Mm-hmm. I've come to look for haste potion. Ah, welcome. My, my name is Eggshells. <laughs> I'm the alchemist in East Haven. Wow, yeah, that name sounds real familiar. Uh, you walk into the alchemist store and you see a very old, ancient elf s- sitting behind the counter. Brangelo is. Oh, he's not here. Never mind. Mr. Shells. Hello. Are you selling some good potions? Good potions, the best potions, only the most tremendous potions that any gold can buy. Do they taste good? Sir, we are going into battle, and we need your best <laughs> potions. Do you have any grape potions? I'm going into battle. Grape potions? Yeah, like ones that are grape. 
flavored. We have these added to flavor packets you can throw into any potion. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> you got any, like, uh, I don't know. Like. Marcus, what's your favorite flavor? You strike me as like a blue raspberry guy. I don't know, like marinara sauce flavored. Oh what the fuck? <laughs> you what freak. The fuck? And here I thought we would never sell anything like that. I've got a crate of it here. My wife told me I was crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, I love me some marinara sauce. Does it also yeah, affect, does it affect the texture of the potion? It makes it it's it's marinara parmigiano marinara with chunky <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> It's just a can you of can't put say it on that your in here. Frangela <laughs> rolls in a little bit late and he's like, All right, eggshells. He's oh traipsing in. Hey, how are the kid? How's the kid? I've Fran never met you in my life. Frangelo, we found you uh, dead. What? We found you dead. I'm just screwing with you. What's up, Frangelo? Hey, eggshells. <laughs> How's the kid? What's up? What's good? He's oh. doing some hippie shit off in the forest. So you also sell drugs here. Potions are drugs. Food is drugs. Everything is drugs. Of course. Cla uh, classic drug word. Sir, I'd like an upgrade. And uh, Anton puts his rod of the Pact Keeper on the uh, Anton, the keep counter. that under your cloak. For Christ's sake, we're in a nice place. Well, that's a nice thing you've got there. I This isn't my expertise, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I took you as a fine merchant. I'll leave now. Oh. Well then. Sorry, his eighth puberty's making him a real asshole. Oh, it's okay. We've all been through it. Yeah. I am 900 years old after all. I'm growing hair everywhere. We know, Anton. Say, I clean the shower drain. <laughs> Say, eggshells, you got you, you you got any haste potions back there? Haste potions? My, my. You've got a taste for luxury, have you? I got a taste for haste, you might say. Oh, that's a good tagline. I might move more of those if I were to use it. We'll charge you for it. One haste potion. <laughs> Two haste potions. For one haste potion, I could do 6,000 gold. What about plus a slogan? 5,500 gold. It's a good slogan. Words are cheap. If you even use it to sell one of the haste potions, it's worth 6,000 gold. Is there mm. anyone else in the shop? There's uh, some students from the college perusing the shelves. Wow! These haste potions are incredible! What's this slogan? No haste to waste. No haste to waste here! <laughs> Shows haste <laughs> potions. Wow, I feel like I it, could right? fight a bull and get the girl. You uh, <laughs> do a performance roll. Oh, that's very good. A twenty-three. They believe it. The students look over and they go, "Oh man, I wish I could afford the haste potion." <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about selling your organs? <laughs> no. You don't need all of them. Or you could live your life in adventure, adventureness. I just sell my brain power through servitude to the college. Yeah. Yes, that's an unpaid internship. Those will be illegal soon. Say eggshells. You know our angle here is you know giving you a good marketing plan. That's a pretty big haste potion. You know maybe if you divide it into smaller portions, it'd be more affordable for people. Then it wouldn't work. Also. We we're out here. We're gonna go. I don't know if you heard, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna save the world later, and this might help. Well, and you live in the world, and that's where you make your money. So really, we have the same goal here. I would be out of business if I gave discounts to every ho hum diddly that came in the store trying to save the world. We ain't no ho hum diddly. And I can wrap you up with this. You rope. can roll a persuasion, uh, Paulette. Six. <laughs> That's not well. You know, on the one-off that you might actually be saving the world, I could do away with this six thousand dollar potion for four. I say we do it. Four dollars. Four thousand. I'll I'll take one. Yes, four thousand gold. Here here you are. Wow, you guys have four thousand gold. Yeah. 
got a lot for the bug hunting. I also have 4,000 bugs. Maybe I just didn't write it down. But I... I didn't write it down. Well, yeah. When Paul... When... Paulette, it was you and me with... With uh, no, what it was space? It was us. Yes. Okay, so we got eight thousand gold for the bug honey that we gave him. Yes. So we have four thousand apiece. Easy. So I'm using my four thousand on the haste potion. But it was everyone's bug honey. We didn't sell everyone's. We only sold ours. Paulette and yeah, Paulette and uh, Marcus both have their bug honey still. We okay. made sure of that. Anton doesn't need haste. And we each got almost four thousand from. The art that I'm assuming we fenced or will fence. You have not fenced yet. Yeah. Can you make us fence in character? It's fine. Fencing? What? I'm also going to buy a haste potion. Okay. Because no, I have. All right. Do you guys want anything else here? Yeah, I gotta go upgrade my rod. But that's not here. He just said that. I, I mean, somewhere else. Should I'll we meet go... you outside. Oh, he's cranky. Anton, are you hungry? This Vex amulet is making me think unkind things. <laughs> well, quit touching it. I have to hold it. It's my burden. Whoa. You have like a fanny pack for that. I can feel it calling through the fanny pack. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we might have to switch that around. It's hearing me through my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Paulette goes up and takes Anton's hand and his... She's like, all right, we're going to go upgrade his rod of the Pact Keeper. We'll meet you guys. Hey, Brantel, do you want to fence these these, uh, these arts? But as in sell them? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Here you go. Paula takes hilariously large art artifacts out of her bag of holding. Thanks. Hey, uh, Marcus Gorky, do you want to follow me to this down this alleyway here? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Marcus, we might need your muscle. This guy is a little unsavory. Uh, what do you want me to do? Shoot him? Just just be intimidating. Okay. You're pretty good at that. I'll, I'll take my hat off just in case. All right. What a, what kind of artwork are we looking at here? What's depicted? It's, uh, it's there is a Baroque style painting of a marketplace. That was a cursed laugh I did. And then another painting of a bunch of Cerberi playing poker around a table. That's a very good image. What what are what what's kind of creature is that? Three headed dog. dog. Yeah. Multiple of them though. So it's like the <laughs> like the dogs play, is it different breeds of Cerberi? That's actually a really great idea for a painting. Yeah. Each uh each set of three heads are different dogs. Very good. Wow, these these are some good paintings. What do you think of them, Marcus? I've seen better. Like where? Where do you go to see paintings? I've never been to like a good museum. Salvador Dali. Who? Whomst? <laughs> um, you know, Salvador Sal Dali. Salvador Dali. <laughs> the car. The cursed doll down the street? Yeah, the drooling doll down the street that won't stop drooling. It's like a fountain. Yeah. It wrote a musical. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. This is fucking um, awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Do you ready to go down this alleyway? Yeah, you guys go do that. Anton, come on. We're going to go, gonna go get your rod up, upgraded. I got to get a better rod. I know, honey. Let's go. Meanwhile, with Anton and Paulette... Uh, we enter the the magical artifact store, I guess. You go to the magic ar magical artifact store. Ooh. The first one that you went to when you bought the rod. Mm-hmm. Hello, shopkeep. Hello. Remember me? No. <laughs> uh, Anton pulls down his shirt a little bit so he shows Karen's sigil on his chest. Hey, 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 put that away. Give me the plus three rod of the pack keeper and we'll be good. Plus three? What do you got? No, uh, he takes out the plus two rod. And? And um, diamonds. All right, keep it coming. And 4,000 gold. Look, that's not nearly enough to get what you need. 
Uh, well, listen, this is really, really important, and I'll bring it back when I'm done with it, okay? If every warlock came in here and said that, Oh, I need this $20,000 rod of the pack keeper, I'll bring it back, and if, if, if I did that, I'd be out of business. Hey, look here, bub. We are going to save the world, we gotta go into the astral plane, and my terrible son needs this fancy thing. Don't play coy, I know you stole that rod. Hey, look who you're talking to, kid. In a big, this is a big burly dwarf <laughs> wizard stands up from behind the counter. <laughs> um, do I still have the deity statues? Yeah. What if we, what if we, hey, hey, what if we throw these in to sweeten the pot? What about them? They're magic. This, I, I have a lot of magic in this store. Yeah, you could sell them, they're worth money. Have you, have you never been traded with before? Is Let this me your take first a look day? at them. Yeah, it's not trading when the person's dead. These are worth shit. You're worth shit. Now get out of here, you're wasting my time. Table talk, you should ask if they need a favor. Listen. Clearly, I'm someone that keeps my promises. I promise to bring it back and get you your money. Yeah, what if we sign like a, like a blood pact where he dies if he doesn't do it? Listen, Dickory Hainsby is my personal friend. Oh, hey, let's just go get some money from Dickory. Put on layaway. He's rich, right? Paulette whispers to Anton. That <laughs> is not allowed to the shopkeeper. We'll be right back. Doubt it. Fuck off. Here, I'll leave my demon friend as collateral. No, no, please. No, hello! Oh, God. No, we're going to leave him here. We'll be back to get him in a minute. No familiars or servants of any plane allowed in the store. No, I'm sorry, but I already have been living in the, in the foundation of this house for years. He pops him in a bubble. Yuri Turi is trapped and floating. He just starts vomiting violently. <laughs> He's swimming in his own vomit. Yeah, he loves it. Paulette says, what about dogs? And she lifts Rat Baby out of her satchel. Nope. Absolutely not. Yuri Turi pops out of the bubble and straight onto the uh, shopkeeper's shoulder. Now did you think that your puny wizard magic could keep me? Yuri Tori, servant of Karen. Banish, we'll banishment. Right, we'll right <laughs> Full on banishment. Yeah, you casting banishment? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go find Dickory. Yeah. Okay. This is the great thing about familiars, is it doesn't matter what you do, because I can just summon him back to me. <laughs> Infinitely. So you can just, you can banish him and you pop him back in your hand and just throw him at the shopkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a loop. <laughs> How many spell slots do you have? Let's find out. Don't bring them back or the next one will be a fireball. <laughs> it's a demon. You'll get your money! You money hungry, hungry money man! All right, let's go find Dickory. <laughs> How dare you want full price for a rare magic item? All right, guys, this is the place. Oh, this is kind of, this alley kind of smells like piss. Yeah, um, but maybe avoid that corner over there. Anyway. Did you pee over there? Uh, less of a pee, more of a, anyway. Uh, uh, um, no. Come in. Hey, uh... Welcome to Wallace Wombly's Artifacts and Curios. What? I know you. Yeah, hey, listen. Before before we get all, you know, rehashing old times... Have you got any more of that bug honey? Well... It's incredible. Uh... Brangel, like, side-eyes Marcus, and he's like, Well, we'll get to that later. Look. My clients can't get enough of it. Today we're we're talking we're talking about art dealings. Art, I guess. Uh, art's all right. Brangelo opens. Bug bug honey though. 
Rangela opens his cloak that he has over his tunic, and there's just a painting inside. It's just it. an entire painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how? What do you? How about this one? Oh, these look old. These perchance wouldn't be from the college, would they? Uh, well, yes and no. Brangela looks to Marcus, like, how would we explain this? I don't know anything. I believe they are. I will... I know who would be interested in these. I will give you 7500 apiece. 7500 is And uh, what's, what's the basis of the appraisal? Well, you see here... The script in the bottom left of the painting. This was illustrated by... Cramston Bronwickle. I have clients who are collectors of theirs, and I know what they would pay for something like this. All right. Uh, hey, hey, Marcus, what do you, what do you think? Seventy five hundred each. No. Good. Get them for more. No. Uh, uh, ten, ten, ten grand a piece is what we were hoping for. That's quite a markup. I. Not for these. I'm I'm not that interested in trying to sell these, unlike that bug honey. Oh, the bug honey. The Rancho looks back at Marcus. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, well that that stuff sure was good, but um <laughs> See it's a it's a matter of how quickly I can move things. Right, right, right. Well what if what if we were to someday get you some more, bring back in, you know, a bigger haul? Just bring it by when you've got it, and I'll buy it off your hands immediately. All right, all right. My bag, my portable hole is full of mountains of wealth. What would you, what would you say about eight thousand apiece for these fine paintings? Oh God, you guys are the worst. Just nickel and diming me. I mean, I know that attitude's all part of the thing. You bring me back bug honey. You do it now. All right, yeah. All right, fine. We'll come right to you. It's a deal. Thanks. Shake, shake on it. Shake. All right, Marcus. I feel like Brangelo just wiggles. He doesn't do shake get, his hand. Do I get 8,000? Yeah, Marcus, here's, here's your, your bit. And Gorky, thanks for c- coming, too. Oh. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Gorky, you want, you want like, 500? Um, uh, my voice came back to me. I remembered what I sounded like. <laughs> wow. Um, that seems like payment enough. <laughs> Thank you. Gorky, you have any cool astral plane artifacts you need to sell off over here? Well, I, lost, I lost everything with my ship. I have to take inventory of what I need to start the business back up again, but I think the plane has you know, you know, be stabilized before I even get to that point. Hold, yeah. hold some for me in escrow. I don't want it right now. All right, sounds good. We'll get your, we'll get your cat a nice bed or something. Great. Bye, bye, Wallace. Bring the honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> Bug honey. Is, is Wallace related to Dickory? <laughs> Virgil just slowly squeaks the door shut. <laughs> cut, cut to Dickory. You arrive at Dickory's Manor. I'm knocking on the door. Knock, knock, knock. No answer. I, I'm opening the door. Yeah. Door's locked. <clears throat> is lock picking a sleight of hand? Yeah. Um, is it 26? You open the door. Dickory! Uh, your voice echoes through the halls, through the foyer, and no response. You don't think he's home. Um, do we have any knowledge since becoming friends with Dickory of like where his like vault is? You never he, like keeps money in a weird spot. It's never really come up. Anti. But what? you're pretty sure he has money in his house somewhere. What's in the room? We're just in the entranceway, right? Well, you we you know where his bank vault is because he opened it in front of us right. when we did the bank heist. Yeah, I meant like in the his yeah. house. Just thought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you enter the foyer and there are two staircases that go up to the second floor and two rooms on either side of you to the left or right. Do what you think? Do a quick ransack? I mean, we're just borrowing without asking, right? That's what you'd say. Look at this house. It's fine. He won't even notice. Uh, Anton is going to do te- detect magic. 
Uh, you detect magic to the room to the right of you. It's behind a painting. I think I have an idea of where he might be stashing his jewels. All right, where is it? Uh, there's no other magic in the house. Not that you can see. Okay. Um, in the room on the right, behind a painting? A painting of a bowl of fruit. But there's a bowl of fruit on the painting? I go up to the painting and I try to move it. It comes off the wall and behind it is a vault. A wall vault. With like a combination lock? It's got a turn dial lock. She gonna pick it. Wait, Paulette, hold on, it's magical. I tried anyway, it's a 26. It uh, chunks. You heard something chunk? Does it chunk open? There's a handle. I pull on it. You pull the handle and it creaks on open and inside is a pile of gold. Paul, I can straight up crack a safe. That's crazy. The gold is what is magical. Oh. To Anton. Oh, the gold's magic? What kind of magic? Uh, if I had to pick a school, I would say... Evocation? Conjuration. Conjuration. Leprechaun. This is fool's gold! Is it? I've picked up this crap off the beach all the time! <laughs> Do you think it will fool that one dude? Uh, maybe. I think we... No, he's a, he's a merchant shopkeeper. He's spotting fool's gold a mile away. Okay, but if this is fool's gold, why is it in a big vault? Is this some elaborate prank on robbers? Yeah. Is this a prank on me? Paula, where would you keep gold in your house? You wouldn't keep them in the only magical spot in the whole house. I don't have a house. <laughs> if you had a house I feed all my gold to rat baby <laughs> that's it the gold is in the pet no that takes <laughs> us to a dark place <laughs> are there any like stuffed animals in the room nope it's pretty hoity toity boring rich person stuff an enormous dining table with plated silver all over it. Oh, plated silver is worth. Let's <laughs> yeah. steal that. Let's go. Anton... Oh, it starts shoveling it into her bag. <laughs> yeah, Anton just starts picking stuff up. As long as you're just ransacking the home, there are <laughs> vases with gold trim. Yep. <laughs> this um, is like over the garden wall. More silverware. I'm thinking flat out stealing. More paintings. I don't want to steal. <laughs> Why is Dickory still our friend? There's velvet robes with gold trim and like drapes rather, not robes. Uh, Anton grabs the gold and puts it in a separate little sack in his, like, the fool's gold. But um, also, yeah, does does a little stealing. Yeah, Paulette fetches, I mean, does, do I have any, I steal a lot. Do I have any idea about what I'm up to right now, count-wise, of, like, worth? You think you've worked your way up to, like, a couple thousand gold. Okay. This isn't enough! Well, we're going to get our share of whatever whatever the boys sold to Wallace. I wouldn't be surprised if Brangelo just came back with a bunch of drugs. Well, you know, because there's no market economy to druids, except for the bartering system. Yeah, but I mean, we can just come back here and steal more, right? I guess. Because what did Anton get? Or are we? do we both, do we together have like a thousand? Total in things you've taken? Yeah. A couple thousand. Two? Two two thousand money. Wow. And how much do you have? Um, I have like okay, so it's four thousand, plus the diamonds, plus I have some like potions and stuff. So plus the old draw of the pick keep us with what five thousand? Five thousand, yeah. So that's like, how much are the diamonds worth? Mm hmm. They're big. How many are there? You just said like gems like diamonds from our first fight i rolled i rolled a d4 for it i don't remember what i said though Eight thousand gold <laughs> <laughs> they're worth 750 each uh, there's four yeah that, that's pretty good 750 times four is like what, three thousand three thousand plus Welcome to our math podcast, where Justin <laughs> makes us find random amounts of money yeah, on the ground. 3, 000, right? That's 18,200. There's got to be something small and good in here. You also didn't test the magic gold to see if it was anything. 
How would we test it? I don't know. Anton yeah. bites it. It's candy. <laughs> it seems like gold. It tastes like gold. Let's try it. And if it doesn't work, we pretend like we didn't know it was fake. Okay. And if it doesn't work, I will lend you money on with a ridiculous interest rate that I demand back later. Also, you have to make sure I don't die. Okay. A life debt works. Okay. Let's go upgrade Jabra to the pack keeper. All right. Okay. Also, we got we have to go find Brangelo first because we need that money. Oh yeah. As soon as you leave Dickeries. Oh, Paulette left a note that just said <laughs> we love you and didn't sign it. Okay. Uh, as soon as you leave Dickeries, the the fake gold that you stole starts to move around. I knew it. Oh, is it eggs? Maybe. And. One by one, they kind of start to pull themselves out of your bag of holding. They've got little hands and feet. Well, that's fucking delighted. And suddenly, hundreds of coins are just climbing up over each other and it's jumping out of your golem! bag. Run! Uh, as you're running away from gold spewing out of your waistband, <laughs> that is also running away from you. They're all just ambling off in different directions. Paulette oh. is being pulled away because she loves this. Yeah. She wants to keep one as a pet. <laughs> if you grab one, I do. You you grab one and it's kind of just wiggling around. Wants Anton, to get away. look at this. Look at it's my new friend. It's horrible. Its name is Beatrice. Okay, whatever you want. Uh, oh, it gives a little kiss. Anton, what does it do? It's just not making any noise. Just struggling, trying to run away with the rest of them. Uh, Anton puts his hands up in front of his face, uh, sucks in a huge breath, and um, blows fire over all of the running gold pieces. <laughs> Anton, um, are you a dragon? We need this money. <laughs> a lot of them die and burn up, and nothing is left but ash. Oh, Beatrice. They're gold! That's not how gold do. It's not gold, though. You think it might be a mimic. Each one is a mimic. Ugh, I hate mimics! <laughs> Don't talk about her. She's right here. Watch out, Beatrice. Wait, if they're mimics, they're just full on like, human lives, right? No. No? No, mimics are a monster. Oh. Usually they're dangerous, but not these ones that Dickory got. Let's Baby go. mimics. Let's mimic go. sperms. Let's go find... Ew. <laughs> Let's go find Brangelo and Marcus. Okay. And Gorky. You're going to leave that note up. We love you. Yep. Yeah. With just a bunch of ash. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are, we, where are Brangelo? We're at the Nugget Hut, right? Uh, do you want to be? I don't know. I don't really. Oh, Paulette what, talks into her walker talker. Asks where you are. Brangelo and Marcus are at a karaoke bar. <laughs> We're not at a karaoke bar. Marcus didn't want to go to a karaoke bar. <laughs> We're busking on the street with like some buckets, and Marcus is singing. <laughs> like Marcus is just standing Paulette. there, and Brangelo is dancing <laughs> to nothing, <laughs> to no music. <laughs> and Gorky is like ham boning. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Gorky is flossing because <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> Guys, where are you? We need your help. help. Where, where are we? We're right here. I need, I need your help. What do you need? Save me from Brangelo. What's he doing? Marcus, come here. He's dancing. Gorky and I are just having a good old-fashioned dance party. Oh, yeah. Well, we need the money that you got from Wallace. Here, take it. Brangelo flips him 4,000 gold. Okay. Flip. All right, we got to go finish our errand. We'll be right back. We go back into the shopkeeper's shop. Anton, what's your Ituri been doing with the shopkeeper? Uh... Yuri Turi. Okay, here's what I'm imagining. The shopkeeper is just firing off little fireballs, and Yuri Turi keeps popping in and out of, like, existence. Like, so, out of the way? Like, like a them? fly being, like, trying to get fly swatted. Get it, your damn thing out of here. What do you think it would be worth to you? Like, a discount? <sighs> I will not be strong-armed like this. How about weak arm? I will go to the king 
I will go to the guard. Oh, we're friends with Mr. Hard Castle Top. Personal friends of Lord Buck Hardtop. Yeah, he twenty thousand gold gets you the damn rod and the hell out of here. Yuri, Terry, come here. Give me also. Give me a health potion. Fine. Okay. <laughs> we we pay him. Anton just dumps all of his like gold diamonds valuables onto the table and then gently places the rod of the pact keeper on top. And Poet doles out very stingily. 1800 gold to make it to 20,000. He puts his head in his hands and beckons over some small, small halfling interns to take inventory of all of this. Are you paying them? Yeah. They're family. <laughs> did you. Okay. So, I'm not here to judge. How did you get this rod of the pack keeper, wizard? Someone came by and pawned it off. That's not how this works. Don't worry about it. Hey, hey, what does that inscription on the side say? Look, I'm just filling in for my brother. Anton, don't make trouble until we have all the shit we need. I can't read whatever it says. Health potion, please. Here you go. Thank you. 2d8. 2d8. Oh, health potion? Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, come on. Gorky's getting antsy. He's gotta go. You gotta go pee? You. Just have him go piss in Wallace's alley. Right, right, Gorky? No, I did. I had a bad experience there. Huh? I mean, I can go whenever. <laughs> go right now. Do it. I can just pee into this portable hole that I have. <gasps> <laughs> Gorky, Gorky, you have a portable hole? Sure do. And you just stick your wang in it? I thought you said you lost everything, Gorky. Oh, except for this. It's in my pocket. That's pretty cool. All right, come on. Guys, we got Okay. Thank you for your business, sir. Get out. Well, it hands him a note that says we love you on it. Don't want it. Get out. She just, it's a sticky note. She just puts it on the door frame as she's leaving. Right. He lights it on fire <laughs> with his magic. Uh, puts his plus three rod of the pack keeper in the holster. And like the last one, it's like covered in tentacles and barnacles, like barnacles along the handle and then tentacles at the top. But this one is glowing with a sickening green yellow. Ugh. Yeah, this looks good. Puke yellow, <laughs> seaweed yellow. That's a weird kink stick you got, but I hope it helps us. All right, you guys ready to orb uh, up? Well, have you got everything we need? Yeah, I'm ready good. to orb up. I don't know. I feel like I should have bought something, but it's fine. Marcus, we're here at the mall. You got 10 minutes. Ready? Go. Brangel starts counting seconds. Supermarket <laughs> sweeps. Go, go, go. Uh, I touch the orb. I don't, I don't, I don't like this pressure. Marcus gets slurped into the astral plane through the orb. <laughs> Is the orb still with us? Yes. So it oh. exists in both planes simultaneously. Yep. We should really go do this back at like the lab. All right, let's just leave Marcus in the astral plane, and I guess we'll walk back to the lab and then <laughs> leisurely, and then touch it. Yeah, that seems fine. Okay, yeah. Marcus, you're in the astral plane, and you're surrounded by debris of destroyed Gifyanki ships. Oh. Uh, there is a massive storm, and the portal to the uh, to Limbo seems to be very big, although scale is kind of difficult to figure out out here. Wow. You're just doing cartwheels out there? Wow. It. Uh, can I go back? Yep, the orb is there. I touched the orb. <laughs> you go back. <laughs> well, hey, Marcus. Hey, um, I'm going to wait till you guys want to go in there. We stopped and got candy. Wow. Oh. Do you have one for me? Yeah. And rat baby. <laughs> wow, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, back at the lab. Here we are. Wow, there's so many nuggets around. We're back at the lab. Oh, my God, there's hot oil. Watch out. Watch out for that, Marcus. Jeremy comes up to the lab with a the OG bucket from your first adventure. <gasps> the warming bucket. I thought you guys might want this. These aren't. There's no poison ones in here, are there? Aw, no, Jeremy. of course not. Thanks, Jeremy. You, you need to stay warm when you're out in... Out and about. Are there any snacks in there already? It's full of nuggets. Ah, oh, Jeremy. Forever crisp. 
Paulette goes and uh, gives Benny a kiss on the cheek and says, Going on an adventure, might die. I know the routine. See you later. Have fun. Bye, Tav. Be good. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna learn how to play more piano while you're gone. Good. Maybe by the time I get back, you can meet my grandma. Yeah, and maybe I'll be more of a man when you get back. <laughs> oh, my voice is dropping sometimes. You've been hanging out with Benny too much. <laughs> I'm going through puberty. Oh my goodness, me too. Wow. Check out my facial hair. I'm not going sh- to one ingrown hair in the center of his chin, and the and the peach fuzz on his or the like fuzz on his upper lip. Oh, I've yeah. gotten into a lot of new metal bands lately. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to smother you in your sleep now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that? It must have been that amulet. Anyways, <clears throat> good luck. Bye. All right, let's go. Stay in school, Tav. He's not at school. <laughs> oh. He lives in a fast food restaurant <laughs> with a bunch of weirdos. 